0: Let's get crazy
2: Jimmy myself the one Jimmy Jimmy celebrity take you out Yay hello hello what's up everybody Welcome to the Jimmy Star show with Ron Russell bringing you the good times in music fashion pop culture and entertainment We're going to have a fun show for you today and uh, before we get started let me introduce my cool outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell.
3: Well, look at us on that screen. We look like ghosts or something. What's going on with the camera? Terrible. Look at that. Look at that. It's all blurry. I look about 12. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> you can't see any lines or wrinkles. Let's do this every week. Have a blurry camera. <laughs> oh, I love it. Look at me. I look 18. And Jeez, you guys' audio
1: great. isn't the best either. It's a little bit gargly. So there's a connection issue going on around there.
3: All right. Well, every week there's, a, there's an issue. I mean, come on. We, we're right. going to call should... this show The Issue. I like it. We're changing the name from the Jimmy Star Ron Russell show to the issue.
2: What about the picture now? Did it change? Is it any better? I know we're not in it, but is it any... Do nope. you see it well, any better now, Chad? Nothing changed. I can, Still blurry. No,
3: I, oh, I, I say, can't. Hold on. Hold
2: on. I didn't save it. Just talk,
3: talk a little. Talk, talk a little about what? <laughs> I look 18. I can't stand
1: Oh, that's like a whole different camera or something now.
3: Anyway, we've, I'm exhausted and Jimmy's exhausted. We've had a week of nightclubs and shows and bands and singers and dancers and and everything it was a fabulous weekend and i'm beat, beat. our weekend ended last night at the duplex nightclub in village village new york where um friends of ours were appearing aaron paul who knocked everybody right out of the the, the room and of course a uh, to-, to not toto that's togo. toto's T- from wizard of oz
2: yes togo ultra rock
3: Toto, ultra rock, and his band was Togo. What the hell do I, G- I care? Toto, Toto, Toto. Kind of Toto. important.
2: Nobody would like it if they called you sissy fag. Or they something. do. No,
3: they, <laughs> don't. they do. Are you kidding? My dentist did practically <laughs> almost. But anyway, I, I'll tell you later about my dentist. What a beauty he is. Talk about homophobia. But anyway, um, imagine having a homophobic dentist. That's really scary. Um, we had great time. The bands were fabulous, the clubs were jammed, the dancing was going on, the after parties. It was Aaron's birthday party. And now, thank God for the next few days, we have rest, except on Monday, I'm going into the hospital for like two hours because I'm getting an angioplasty. They go in through the wrist and they go up near your heart and they put a stent because it seems I have some kind of a blockage I think it's from all the Italian sausage and all the uh you know rich foods that I eat anyway, it's no big deal. everybody gets them, and uh, I'm excited about it.
2: Chad, the picture got better. I'll oh, see how he cares. He don't
1: care. um yes, Talk. it is getting better, yes, it's like in and out, so it's probably just uh, a signal power or signal strength.
2: All right, so All right, now, so we got a chat room full of people. Which we well, like, I'm
3: speaking about maybe I'll be dead Monday. You're not
2: going to be dead Monday. We have well, to if like,
3: I am dead Monday, it's your fault, and I want everybody to know that you murdered me.
2: We have to, like, say and We didn't even introduce
3: Chad yet or Hello. I don't care. Hi, I'm dying I'm Monday. Monday <laughs> is my death day. I'm going to die in the operating room.
2: Don't even say things like well, that.
3: Well, I'm no. saying it now in case I do. Everyone out there, call the police. It's Jimmy Starr who murdered me.
2: <laughs> Terrible <thing to> say. <laughs> nice knowing Ch- you, Ronnie.
3: And, and Chad helped because Chad's laughing. You betcha. I'll and I just finished saying to Jimmy, Chad is the best thing on W4CY. I just finished saying that if it wasn't for Chad, this show would never happen.
1: You're going to take it back now?
3: It's true. Chad saves our lives. No, you, no, save-, he's not take you it back. save our lives all the time. And, and that's why life. we love you so much. I love you because you're a great guy. I mean, I love you because you're a great guy and a good friend. But uh, I love the fact that you come in and you tell Dumbbell over here what to do, how to get the picture going, you know. <laughs> I mean what am I gonna do? Uh, you there?
1: guys are a hoop. You guys are a lot of fun.
3: Well that's, so, that's so what happens. So
2: we've got a um
1: now the picture sucks again.
3: Oh well oh, it's
2: good on our side. I good.
3: look wonderful, I look twelve. I think it looks good. I love it. Anyway, I don't even look like me. I can impersonate. So somebody. we can go
2: back to all of that. We got to do some intros. First of all, we got to say hello to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's up, Chad? What's going on, fellas? Ben, we got a chat room full of people. Iris Ginger from the Irish Ginger Show, Mondays at 3 p.m., which this week on Monday, she's going to have Captain of the Lost Waves and Ghostly Beard on. They're both really great artists, so check it out.
3: They were on our show, if you remember, and we had a great time with them.
2: Actually, Captain was, but not Ghostly Beard, yes.
3: No, but Captain, I was talking yeah, we about. Must you, must you always correct me? Well,
2: I, won't, I don't want people to think we had him on, because then he's probably Do you think listening. I
3: care what people think? I care. Do you think <laughs> the people care what we say? Do you think sure our audience... Do. You know, four and a half million people watch us weekly. And we, you know, whatever, like all that bragging we do, people really don't care. They They wait for the nasty stuff, the curses, the crazy stuff.
2: Fight, fight, fight. What'd you say? Fight, fight, fight. Fight. We got got a bunch of other people in the chat room. So we've got uh, Goddesses in the chat room who loves your chulo pictures and says you're going to be fine. Drew King says you're going to be fine. Drew,
3: Drew, you're Wait, wait, hang on. Drew is in Kyiv, Russia. Well, he's in here too. Are you. Looking at us from Russia, uh, whatever your name is, Drew, darling, I love you, my best friend Drew, I forgot his name, Drew, honey, are you in Kyiv, Russia, or was that that you were eating Kyiv eggs?
2: I don't know, either way, hold on, we have Illy Roos from Estonia is in the chat room, Iris, Iris, which is Hope2259 on Twitter, from Germany is in the chat room, um, (laughs) I don't know who else because, like, it's not going fast enough, but we're going to have a fun fun time. And uh, we got two great guests today. We have Nathan James coming on. Then we have Sonny Mabry coming on. You guys know her from Once Upon a Time in America and all kinds of other great TV shows and movies. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And all throughout the, the time Ron's gonna tell you about all his adventures because yeah well he I did
3: cannot so tell cool you about the chulo underwear modeling that I did. The videos will never be public ever apps never, never never. <laughs> chulo pulled a fast one or they thought they were pulling a fast one but don't mess with an old queen that's been in show business for 54 years because we know how to get even. They said they were making me a custom pair of underwear that I suggested so it would look decent for a man of my age. And the jumper top hoodie was supposed to be an extra large so it could be baggy and not reveal my tummy. Well, when I got there, the underwear they gave me was small. I'm a large. And the jumper I wore barely covered my butt and my belly. I was a little upset about it, and I said, don't you have something else for me to model? And they said, no, we designed this for you. Well, when the pictures were taken, it seems that people decided to make comments about it, and they said sack of potatoes, monster meat, um, all kinds of references to my anatomy, not my cause. The reason I was there was because of ageism. I fight ageism. And I wanted to show the world that at 77 years old, you can be sexy and wear sexy underwear. So your wife or your husband loves it. And, you know, your sex life gets better. And that's my my prop platform. I'm fighting ageism. Well, of course, that wasn't it. So it went out all over the media, all over the place, pictures of me looking like I had a basketball in my uh, underwear. Not a
2: basketball.
3: what? A what? Wasn't it a basketball?
2: No, it was... Like a huge banana.
3: No, you're <laughs> even more vulgar than, than the people. I hate. I'm divorcing him. Listen divorced,
2: to this one, Chad. Well, I hope Randy, it
3: wouldn't look Randy, like a big Randy,
1: basketball. No. Everybody problem. loved
3: him. Right. My all. dog and I are packing. We're going to Palm Springs. We're getting a one-bedroom. I'm divorcing They're him. They're all in the chat room saying the, they bet
2: you were the, the sexiest one there. Well,
3: actually, I was the star because everybody made the most attention to me. And when we were in the, the, the dressing room, you know, putting on our, our underwear, all the models – they turned around and they looked at me and they rolled their eyes like, "Oh my God, you know." And anyway, it it was just not nice. I I didn't want to. I felt like like uh, like I was. So listen. Wait, to wait. This, just Chad. one statement. I, I felt like, like a woman who was being appreciated because she had large breasts.
2: Which it happens every day. So to women, every but women day. don't
3: mind it. Um, No, they don't. Women go put bags in. I don't put bags in my nuts. You know, I mean, I I don't have bags in my nuts, water bags in my Listen to this,
2: Chad, right? So I had a lady filming (laughs) up at the top of the stage and I was at the bottom of the steps where they walked down the steps. This is really funny. And so I had to go up and get my iPad from her. And so I went up there and there's about 15 women sitting there all together talking about it. And all of them, and they don't know me from Adam. And they're all walking there. Did you guys see the older guy with the gray hair? Wasn't he sexy? He was beautiful, and he was funny, and he had a great personality, and he had the biggest package out of anybody in the entire show. (laughs) I
1: guess it's true. They
2: said it a little bit ruder than that. I'm saying it nicely. And they all loved him. And everybody in the chat room says you look great.
3: Well, I'm Italian, and if you go to Italy and you (laughs) see the men on the beach, they all wear, like, bikini, jockstrap bikinis, and in Italy, in Europe, France, Paris, I mean, not Paris, south of France, where we were, uh, nobody's shy about that. You know, women go topless and nobody really looks. And they're in thongs, which barely cover their, their, their crack. And men walk around swinging. So
2: in the chat room, they're all saying you look great. Marie's saying that she loves that you did it. Illy says you look great. Drew says you look great. And that it's the other Drew that's in Russia or wherever with uh – a. Danae, not him. He's at home and Dene overseas with the
3: Drew. Yeah, Dene is in Kiev. I mean, with, uh, with Drew and her husband, Dene Montague. No,
2: no, not Drew. Who? Drew, like the nephew or whatever, who runs the company, Drew, is with him in, in
3: Russia. Oh, I thought it was my so Drew. So Emperor
2: Drew is actually here. Ivor oh. says you look great.
3: Oh, my, you're talking about my Drew.
2: Yes.
3: Not Dene's nephew.
2: Janae's nephew is in where I,
3: I got it. Hey, Drew King, my Drew, my sweetie, why didn't you go to Russia with them too? Answer us on, on the thing. You
2: know, I was saying the pictures of you were not offensive whatsoever and very They sexy. were offensive
3: with the comments. The comments were monster meat. I mean, come on. What am I, a porno <laughs> person? You know, I don't do daddy porn. Tina
2: loved them. Stefan say and Tina loved the pictures of you. Oh God! Everybody yeah. loved it, and everybody in the chat room loved it. So well, I would have liked fabulous. it better
3: if I had the proper fitting underwear and the proper fitting top that they promised me. But, you know, they like to expose people or, or not expose. What's the word? And yeah.
2: they're saying eggplant is the term.
3: <laughs> <to> eggplant. <use. laughs> I'm, I'm going to really. You know, I should be flattered. If I were 21, I'd be fla- and single. I'd be very flattered because I'd have 9,000 guys calling me. Look who came, my dog, Brandy. She really wants to be in show business. Anyway, it was a fun evening. I had a blast. Um, I'm happy. The underwear were very comfortable. Now they're sending me two more pair.
2: And I get the pictures for prosperity for my whole life. I can't wait. But I'm
3: not running the videos because in the video, it is disgusting. It looks dreadful. (laughs) It's not polite or nice at all. And I believe in men showing their crotches. I don't think men should hide it at all. Women don't. I mean, when men, you know, as I said before, when I was shooting the Jane Russell interview in California, Uh, One of the people said, cut. And I said, what What did I do wrong? They said, you didn't do anything wrong, Ron. Stand up and pull your jeans down because your bulge is showing. And Jane Russell started to laugh. So I turned to her off camera and I said, so how come when you hung your tits out all those years, nobody told you to cover up? She said, they wanted more. (laughs) That's how Jane spoke. So it's really sad how men are not supposed to be men and show their anatomy, yet women can show, you know, camel toe cracks up the butt. Cleavage hanging out, and it's okay. Anyway. Double standards. You know, we're just this country is just so full of double standards. The
2: pictures and everything were fabulous. Well, also, we want to give hello to Dave Hughes, who's in the chat room now from the UK, and uh, and, and chat. So tell us, like, hurricane's gone. Is the weather okay for you, or is there another one coming for you? The hurricane's gone, and we're
1: ready for the next one. So bring it. <laughs> we're well, we're well prepped.
3: Now I have a complaint. Is yeah. it true? That the airlines were um, charging triple the amount of money to get people out of Florida. That's what I They're heard. Not out
2: of Florida, out of like those foreign countries that the hurricane. You mean like hitting.
3: Puerto Rico and yeah. the, and the islands? Yeah. And they were scalping the people to get them out. I, that's disgusting. Whatever airline. I saw thing on wait, the hang thing on. Is- Whatever airline did that. we must not fly all of them all of them did it what if the people didn't have that kind of money governor
2: this is what I saw Chad I don't know if this is real because I'm not in Florida but I, I saw a thing on the news that the governor of Florida was petitioning all the airlines the 10 major airlines not to scalp for people trying to get out because tickets that were a couple of hundred bucks went up to a couple thousand bucks when they were trying to get away from the last hurricane and they robbed everybody did you hear that
1: Hmm, well, I don't know what to tell you. You wait till the last minute. You're going to pay a higher price. As far as I see it, if you're not prepared and take the word and get out, or unless you want to stay, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's, it's their own businesses. I don't believe in you know raising the rates, but you know we ha- they do have to work twice as hard or maybe three times as hard to get all these people out. So they might have to charge three well, times. Don't. as a month. The
3: people the people go. Listen, when I fly, they treat us like animals. Okay, you got to get on a line. whip out your driver's license. Yeah. People are that's staring. What,
1: that's at without it. a storm
2: goddess is saying that spirit charged people uh one person paid ten thousand dollars to get out another one paid thirty five hundred for tickets that are normally like two or three hundred bucks now is that to the company should go out of business
1: now wait is that to the company or did they buy someone who bought a spirit i don't know that part
2: you don't know you know the the media doesn't give you all the information so you don't really know
3: but you can't do that to your fellow man. What are we, We've we lost right. all humanities completely. Not everybody. These people are escaping. <laughs> they're afraid of, of being killed by the storm. Mm. I mean, they're not doing this to go to somebody's bar mitzvah. Oh, bar mitzvah. Happy Rosh Hashanah, everybody. Happy New Year to all of my Jewish friends. Sound the trumpets. Yeah, or, or no, blow the shofar.
1: Shofar, trumpet, shofar.
3: No, they do. They blow the shofar. Yep. Did you know that, Judy? I don't even know what that means. Three different blows. Jewish people blow the shofar.
1: It's the, the Feast it's of Trumpets. The
3: horn is called the shofar, you find. I don't know. Well, they call, they I believe they
1: the call Rosh Hashanah the Feast of Trumpets as well.
2: Wait, so we have to call our first guest. So, okay. Chad, okay, let's, play, here we let's go. play some music while we're calling him. Hey, everybody. So we went and saw Togo Ultra Rock in concert two nights in a row in New York. It was fantastic. Ah, uh, his hit single is called "Cannonball." We're gonna play you guys the video while we're uh, getting our first guest on the line. So enjoy, Togo Ultra Rocks "Cannonball." I love, I love it. I love it. I love it. The first time when I
0: saw you, I was fine. The second time, I knew you would be mine. A one-sided cyber romance. Yes, I was hoping for a stolen glance. Then I saw you. Yeah. In a beer, we talked and laughed like we were old best friends. We didn't ever want the night to end, but you said I just don't know about this. But you know I grabbed you and I gave you a kiss. Standing in the snow, you said goodbye. I gotta go, but your arms would not let.
1: Jimbo, there you go.
2: All right, everybody, that's Togo Rock, Cannonball. We saw him twice last night. We had, I mean, twice in the last two nights. We had a great time. They're on their way to Norway to play some shows in Norway and the UK. And we had a good time, right? You had a good time?
3: I always have a good time. I
2: know you always have a good time.
3: I make a good time.
2: So, All right, now we want to make sure we, uh, we can hear you. So, Nathan, let's say something. We'll do an introduction in a second. I want to make sure everybody can hear
4: you. Hello, oh, guys. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine.
2: Can you no, hear me? No, perfect. Go.
4: Absolutely. All
2: right, everybody. Cool. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, author, journalist, playwright, and radio personality, Nathan James. Hello and
4: welcome to the show. Hey, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me.
2: Absolutely. I know you already know us, but I have to do intros anyway because I like to do it. So we're going to introduce you to our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Oh, I've been looking forward to
3: meeting you. I've never met you before. (laughs) Last (laughs) night, we sat opposite each other. Anyway, good seeing you again today. I'm exhausted. Aren't you exhausted from last night?
4: Yeah, it was a late night last night, but it was worth the trip. I thoroughly enjoyed the show last night with Togo Walshmark and, of course, with the magnificent Aaron Paul.
3: Absolutely. That bitch. Anyway, (laughs) we drove home, you know, to Philadelphia, to New Hope. Two and a half hours after the show, Jimmy was exhausted. He, he lives couldn't. in
2: Pennsylvania too.
3: Oh, where do you? Oh, don't tell me where you are. But we're not <laughs> Wait, allowed. Now he's
2: at Aaron's house. That's Aaron's house.
3: Yeah, but Aaron's in New Jersey.
2: Okay, that's where well, that's where he is. Then now he's in New Jersey.
3: All right, watch Aaron come on the screen. She's he such will a later. Hand. Oh, she's. And this a hand. is our.
2: This is our dog Brady. If you can see her, her head, you can kind of see her sticking our.
3: Anyway, last night so, Aaron what? came out in an outfit with a gold lame bustier, woman's bustier, and bell bottom pants with bolts on the bottom and a gold belt, and he looked very fabulous. I, all he needed was a wig, and he could have <laughs> been Diana Ross.
2: There you go. All right. So then we got
4: to introduce you to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy,
1: Nathan James. Welcome to the show, sir.
4: It's a pleasure. Mr. Murphy. It's great to be here.
1: Good to have you.
4: And we have a chat room full of people. So say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hey, everybody in the chat
2: room. There you go. All right, everybody. So, yes, we were with Nathan last night. And if you guys remember the story, um, that we told a couple weeks ago when Ron was in the mountains, one day he saw someone who looked like Aaron and, uh, and Aaron was actually with Nathan, and they were like in the woods. And Ron didn't recognize Aaron, and he had only met Nathan once, so he yeah, didn't, but recognize I didn't recognize Nathan. Nathan either. I know that's good. And you had just met him two I days I thought before. it was some guy. So this is the guy that we up. were talking about, everybody. This is the guy, Nathan James, who was with Aaron, mm-hmm. Paul, and we actually met him at. Let me see if I get it. My brother's house, right? It's a, a my brother's house. It was in a, a a charity event in Philadelphia where Aaron was performing, and that's where we were first. Uh, introduced to the fabulous Nathan James. You remember that event?
3: Yeah, that was the one I didn't like.
2: How come you didn't like it?
3: Because well, that's the one
2: you were sick and we left.
3: Well, no, I didn't <laughs> like the way they handled everybody and the stars, you know, I didn't care for it. <laughs> well, I like people that, you know, look, listen, a lot of clubs don't do anything for the performers, they don't have the proper equipment, the proper lighting. Years ago, all of this was perfect. There was no slip-ups. You went to see his show. It went smooth because everybody rehearsed lighting. They rehearsed sound. Today, they don't do that. They have some drunk in the soundboard who doesn't know what he's doing. He never pushes a lever. He just twists dials, and, and nobody sounds good. Uh, Chad, you know what I'm talking about. You have to be in charge of everything. It's your show. you got to know lighting, sound, and timing.
1: That's why I stopped drinking tequila That's
3: during why work. T- no, it's true. The clubs today don't offer what they offer. I mean, I worked clubs for 46 years. I worked every nightclub in New York City, and it was professional, It was me. just different then. Well, you know what it was? The people would walk out. If, if some of the crap that goes on today happened then, people would actually get up and walk out and go someplace else because there was 50 clubs on the block.
2: All right, so let's go. Let's get off of that anyway.
3: Right, but All anyway, right. clubs, get smart, respect, and treat your entertainment
2: so let's go back. Right. So Nathan, Nathan, first of all, you guys is a phenomenal writer. He writes for, and I, I might, Nathan, I might miss some. I'm just going to throw the ones that I know everybody knows out. But uh, he writes for NBC, Huffington Post, Buzzfeeders, uh, GBM Press. I'm not sure what that. What is GBM Press? GBM News. GBM News, oh, okay, their Twitter is GBM Press, I think. Okay, I know, I know everybody's Twitter handle. Uh, uh, Slay TV, Louder Than War, which is a great music publication. Um, you're actually writing a book, too, right now, aren't you, about Aaron Paul?
4: That's correct. I'm doing an autobiographical book about Aaron Paul called I Don't Care. And what I really like about this book is that Aaron doesn't just want to tell the story about his life and times. He wants to share some of the lessons he's learned along the way in the hopes that the readers that read the book may benefit from them. Had you ever heard of his boy band before you met him? The
2: boy band, I mean, that he was in World's Apart?
4: I had actually heard of World's Apart years ago. I most certainly did.
2: I absolutely love them. I was in Europe, and I, like bought all the, I bought the albums and all the singles and everything. And so when we met him, I was all excited. And he was like, you actually know Worlds Apart? And I was like, yeah, I freaking like love them." He was super talented. And they have a the song, hit song from that movie The Queen with uh, Helen Mirren.
3: <laughs> Who was the queen, Aaron? No,
2: no, The Queen, the movie. Remember
3: the movie The Queen? Oh, the real the queen! Academy,
2: no, the Academy. The queen, queen of movie. England. Yeah. yeah, Helen Mirren played the Queen of England. Right, she
3: was wonderful. Aaron's boy band has the song from that movie. Oh, I thought Aaron was <laughs> in it playing a queen also. <laughs> I tease Aaron to death, so please don't get offended. I love Aaron beyond belief. Aaron's my sweetest buddy, but this is what my kind of humor. If Aaron talks about his tricks in the book, it's going to be a bestseller trust me. They are by the millions. He's got them international. I mean, he goes to Paris. He's got 40 guys. He goes to Rome. He's got 30 guys. He goes to Greece. He's got all of Greece because he's got the cutest ass. So, you know, that's my Aaron.
2: There you go. So
3: also, so, okay,
2: so you do everything. So, so one thing I should say is that, uh, because a lot of the things that you do are, are rooted in, in helping and, and exposing and helping the LGBT community. I know you write for a lot of um. Uh, gay and gay positive and gay helpful and trying to give back to the community. Uh, Organization, you work for organizations, you write for the different things. So number one, we I think we, we should just say thank you because there aren't
3: yes, there I are not so
2: too. many advocates, you know, uh, really out like trying to do stuff to actually help the gay community and and you're a leader in that and right. and we 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 as part of the community really appreciate it.
3: And I also want to thank you for putting in all of your publications what you wrote. That Ron Russell is the most gorgeous man in the world. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm, I'm shy. I, I'm really blushing. But that was very sweet of you. That's funny. <laughs> right?
2: So, so what kind of like, because you, kind of like, you, you do a lot of political things and we're not really a political show, but you also write a lot of great entertainment stuff. I believe you, you told me you were going to be covering New York Fashion Week last week, which we were at because Ron. Um,
3: were you there?
4: He wasn't at your fashion show.
3: Oh, thank God. But
2: you
4: were at Fashion Week, right? Yes, that's right. Um, I was at Style Fashion Week on the Intrepid Aircraft Carrier. I went to Small Boutique Fashion Week down in Chelsea, mm-hmm. which by the way, Aaron Paul hosted. Oh, cool uh, at, at uh in the in the afternoon and in the evening. And between that, in between all of that running around, we went to the original LGBT expo in the Javits Center, right next door to RuPaul's DragCon. So it
3: was an outrageous. We saw we thing. saw him there. Oh,
4: did, I, no, we didn't
2: see. him. Didn't we see him there? Oh, we were at the L G B T Expo and RuPaul's Drag Con too, but I don't think we saw. I don't remember seeing
3: you there. So we not must you, have... but we saw Aaron.
2: No, we didn't. Wasn't
3: he with Eileen? No,
2: we saw Tim Moss.
3: Oh, Tim Moss, he makes me pee myself. <laughs> When Tim Moss rips off the pants and has a skirt and he's in the red high heels and he's wiggling his ass and he's pinching his ninnies going, a little tit and a little ass can get you far. (laughs) I was screaming. I couldn't breathe. Tim Moss is a riot besides being a sweetheart of a guy. He's one of the nicest people you ever want to meet. But that number, I told him when I saw him, I crack up from it. Because the way he does, like the old drag of years ago, when, when I was young, that's how they used to camp around all the gay people.
2: I love it. It was
3: fun. I love that. A little tit and a little ass got you everywhere.
2: <laughs> so how do you like covering Fashion Week? Like do you like to follow all the I mean, you're like a, a relatively stylish guy. You always have cool hats on and cool tops always. and everything. Uh, every time we see you, you're you're like totally I mean, you're, you're it's a uh, it's a distinct, sophisticated style. So you don't look like all like the little trendy people and everything, but you always look distinct. So do you enjoy covering all the fashion stuff?
4: Yes, I do, and I've done it for a long, long time. Uh, You can read about my crazy weekend with Aaron and everybody on BuzzFeed. Um, Rainbow Days and Runway Nights is the title of the article. But, yes, I've gone to Fashion Week many a year, and what I love about it is not just the pageantry, But the fact that it's one of the uh, few areas in which our community, the LGBT community, has a chance to shine because so many of us are involved in that industry. And it's a way that we express ourselves creatively. And quite frankly, we do have an influence on what people wear to work, to play every day. Absolutely.
3: And last night we met Yvonne, who I fell in love with. Yvonne was sitting at our t- I hope her name is Yvonne. I don't know. The woman with the 49F boobs. Like, the, the, hello, you were sitting at the. <laughs> hello, wake up. Here we are. We're on. Hello. How do you know he knows her? He, know- he was sitting opposite her. She was at our table. You couldn't miss those knockers. She was in the black tights with these gigantic boobs. Beautiful. Is her
2: name Yvonne? Is her name Yvonne, Nathan?
3: She's, she's in charge of all the runways for Fashion Week.
4: Yeah, that's Yvonne. You met her last night
3: yes oh hello <laughs> we, we, we're back again I think he's hello. <laughs> Ron loved her we loved her I she love was so Yvonne. fabulous I'm going to have Yvonne on the show because Yvonne was so fascinating and interesting and all the shit that she does my god she's in this she's in that she's a, a, a PR person she, she's a makeup artist I mean the woman is an incredible broad
2: Actually, every time we see you Nathan every time we see you we always meet really interesting people yeah. you run in a very interesting fun cool active crowd of people active in entertainment and, and entertainment in the gay community because every time we go when we went to the mbh vets we met some really cool people uh my brother's house the uh the uh what you guys should follow them actually on twitter um, but we met a lot of cool people that night we met a lot of cool people like last night
3: and also seated at our table was my beautiful Marsha. did you get to see Marsha? hello
2: Oh, uh, Marsha's Marcia, the lady. Uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't
3: like me. He doesn't ever talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: know if he can hear. There might be a delay. You're not I think
3: there's that. a delay. My beautiful girlfriend, Marsha, was there, the tall, thin, beautiful woman. Anyway. Anyway.
2: We'll, go. we'll skip from that one and go. So all right. So, so, we had a good time meeting all the people that were there with you last night. Um, I, I know that, that you write a lot of plays and that you've had several plays and books that you've published and written. Um, I read in your bio that you have a new play called Stories that you're going to be opening in New York City next year in 2018. Tell us a little bit about Stories.
4: Well, Stories is a delightful play. And it's based on the actual life experiences of the cast and the way we put this together. It's a story about how people can suffer from all kinds of addictions, not necessarily just drugs, but maybe they're they're addicted to food, maybe they're addicted to uh, self-deprecation, maybe they're addicted to other people.
3: And how about they're addicted to sex: <laughs> I'm sorry. How about sex, addi- How about sex addiction?
4: Well, why not? Of course.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, what, that's what I suffer from
4: become addicted to and what, the, what I did in the creation of this play was I actually went around and interviewed every member of the cast and got their background information about their lives and turned that into a fictionalized characterization of each person and they all interact together in this play and it's a story about overcoming how in spite of everything that assails them they have found a way to persevere and to overcome Tim Moss is among the members of the cast. I know you are familiar with Tim Moss. Oh,
3: absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. He's a friend of ours.
4: He is one of my very best friends in the world, and we are very, very pleased to have him. And, yes, this play will be opening in the New York City theater system uh, late next year, and I can't Mm -hmm. wait.
3: Good, we'll be there opening night. Also seated at our table was that young fellow, and I forgot his name, but I want him to come on the show to talk about dialysis. He's been on dialysis for five years. Uh, The rumor is that most people don't survive a year on dialysis, that the kidneys go and they die. I want him to come on. He's also written six books, and his latest book is titled Mirror, Mirror. Mm-hmm. which I cannot wait to get the copy to read. I'll read it uh, in January because we go on the airplane to Palm Springs. I only read on airplanes. Otherwise, I'm disturbed by everybody. So on an airplane, they can't get me. If the stewardess comes down and asks, me, not a stewardess. Not, what are those the sluts now? What are they called? Stewardesses. <laughs> no, they're not stewardesses. Flight attendants. They get very angry. That's politically
2: correct as flight attendant.
3: So unless a flight attendant comes down and says, you want something, which they never do. But anyway, uh, the book Mirror, Mirror, I, I think is going to be a great book.
2: Okay, because you can't Have you it? read it yet. Have you read the Mirror, Mirror book?
4: I'm very familiar with the Mirror, Mirror book. I know Delvon Johnson very, very well. Delvon Johnson, that's the name I we needed. I couldn't,
3: I couldn't think of his name. That's the
4: name, and I've worked on a number of projects with him. He's
3: wonderful. I really loved him.
4: Which he created and is part of his little empire. And um, he had, There is a magazine that goes with that called FITFL, and I've written a number of features for that. That's all about style and fashion too.
3: Right, I that's love what that. he was. He's a very interesting guy, and he was once a model, and, and singer, he just singer, singer, singer too. No, a model he was also. No, he, he was, was a run, runway. He did runway, and he was a. Sing- I mean, look at a, the, he cheek, is a singer. the cheekbones on him. The skinny face. He looks like a male um, Grace Jones. He <laughs> does. Did you see the features on him? The chin and the, the cheekbones. He's cut like crazy. I'm telling you, look. If he put it, if he went and drag, he could do Grace Jones. Anyway, we met so many great people last night, new friends and and uh, people to come on our show with messages, important messages that we want to get out to the world.
2: So we've got stories opening up. I, I noticed too, because you do a lot of different things. Like you, you have such a <laughs> a, a vast resume of things that you do. That you uh, MC and co-produced the 2014 LGBT Pride Week concert. And so you emceed Carnegie Hall. Like, that has to be like a cool thing because Carnegie Hall is like huge and everybody knows Carnegie Hall.
4: Yeah, that was one of the crowning achievements of my career. I will, I will remember that if I live to be 90. That was the first time that an openly transgender woman of color, who is a classical violinist, by the way, her name is Tona Brown, played on the stage at Carnegie Hall. It was also the first time an LGBT Pride concert had ever been done. We did it in Pride Week. Um, The mistress of ceremonies was Tammy P.A., a a very well-known LGBT comedian, and of course I did the emceeing and the history of how we got from the Stonewall Rebellion to finally being on the stage at Carnegie Hall.
3: Which is awesome. Congratulations on that, by the way. Gay people have been on the stage at Carnegie Hall for centuries, but never announced that they were gay. But they had to closet it. And I know of two people that performed at Carnegie Hall. Uh, One was uh, my good friend who I was just talking about last night, Peter Allen. Uh, If everybody out there knows who Peter Allen is. Hold
2: on, let's see. Do you know who Peter Allen is?
4: Sorry? Do
3: Do you know know who Peter Peter Allen Allen
4: is? is? I've heard the name, yes.
3: Yeah, well, he was a a very sweet, loving, he died from AIDS. And uh, he was... uh, Liza Minnelli's husband. He was was married to Liza Minnelli once, good friends with Judy Garland. And... um, he was just a, He played Radio City Music Hall to thirty five hundred people, sold out performances, and uh, he, unfortunately, he contracted HIV before the cocktail was designed and invented, and we lost Peter. But in memory of Peter Allen, love you, honey.
2: I want to go back though, because hold on a second. Because uh, first of all, was was last night? Last night at the at the show was Javon Armstrong there? Was that the other lady
4: I met, or no?
3: Was she there? You the lady there. with the diamond I didn't
2: choker.
4: I Armstrong. There. Okay, no, then she wasn't I, there. I okay. Wanna, I, I should mention her because Javon has also been a significant presence in my artistic life. I used to uh, be a part of the group her, her <laughs> show, Brunch in the Basement with Javon. I used to talk about news and politics, and we had wonderful guests like Cece Peniston. Fabulous. We've oh, had her too. We love her. We
3: love Cece. Sure the oh.
4: And, and uh, there are just so many. I've been blessed to work with so many. Um, electrifying and uh, vibrant people in our community whose creative spirit reaches far beyond what they do. And I just, uh, I should also mention, uh, you know, you guys were very kind to come to Philadelphia and be at the My Brother's House LGBT Veterans House celebration. I should mention Dr. Ramoya Simpson. Oh, we love her! Yo? Yes, Uh, we love her.
3: We're very, very active. Uh, I I am the um what am i again duke I'm, I'm the duke of the emerald kingdom which is the gay transgender uh, organization you've ever, ever heard of us it's
2: in palm spring emerald
3: kingdom no it's all over the world that's what the night of the thousand gowns is you know the night of the thousand gowns hello maybe my mic's not working that works he's not responding
2: Finish the sentence. Well, yeah.
3: Do you know about the night of a thousand gowns? Okay. Have
4: you heard of the night of a thousand
3: gowns, Nathan?
4: <laughs> I wore a gown at the night of a thousand gowns.
3: Okay. Then that's who we belong to. The Emerald Kingdom <laughs> is a division of the uh, all the drag, all the transgender and drag queen people from all over the world come to our b- benefits and our balls. It's fun. And, I guess it's my mic. My mic I might not be working. The
4: court of New York. Uh, one of my favorite events
2: of the year. Oh, right. Absolutely, we had and they were and they were actually at uh, Gay Expo. When we were at Gay Expo, they had a booth right. there. Um, we t- went and spent a lot of time talking to them, and I think we're going to go to next year's
3: event. Oh yeah, yeah. we're going to be a thousand gowns next year for sure.
2: I, what did you look like in a gown, Nathan? I don't know if I think you're going to make a beautiful woman. Do you make a beautiful woman? <laughs>
4: well, it wasn't that. I just did it because it was just so out of the box that <laughs>
3: right. You know, I did wanted for to the, to the sake of doing it
4: cover a story wearing in the gown. So um, I think what I did hilarious. was I actually shaved off as much body hair as I could and a friend of mine named Aurora made a gown for me. Good and, for you. Uh, the, the awkward part, of course, is I said, let me go out and get some heels to complete the ensemble. And I put these heels on and I tried to walk and of course I almost broke my neck.
3: But- well, it takes practice. But anyway, <laughs> um, one, and I was- used to- Oh, sorry. We have overlay. Go. We have time to change here. Um, I, I used to talk to my very good friend, uh, Danae Montague King, who was the founder and owner of DMK uh, Facial Treatments, and I used to talk to him about the Night of the Thousand Gowns, how wonderful they were back in the 60s. Well, Denae went to the Night of the Thousand Gowns looking like the Empress of Russia, and he won. he won that night. He won the best drag at the uh, night of the thousand gowns. And was I proud of him because to me, that was a big deal years ago.
2: Absolutely. I love it.
3: Right, Drew. That's listening. Drew King, when your honey won the uh, drag ball that night and he went as Prince, some Russian Prince, the two of them were, were Russians.
2: So anyway, you guys, on the phone, we have Nathan James. you got to follow him on Twitter, first of all. He's at RealNathanJames. You want to definitely, if, you, if you're into BuzzFeed, um, which everybody should be into BuzzFeed because BuzzFeed is like, I think it's like number 158 of all the websites in the world. It's like one of the most popular websites in the world. Um, to give you an idea, Perez Hilton is like 5,000, so BuzzFeed is like hugely bigger than Perez Hilton. And uh, Nathan writes up for BuzzFeed, so you should check out. He writes great stuff. He also writes for the Huffington Post, NBC out, which I think is the coolest thing ever. Um, I You can follow him on Twitter, at Real Nathan James. What are you on Facebook? Do you have like a Facebook fan page or just a, a regular page or a writing page? Or what do you have on Facebook?
4: I have my regular Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Nathan James FB. And I also have a fan page. Uh, which is Nathan James fans. Facebook.com slash Nathan James fans. I
2: have to like that one. I'm not on that one. Okay. We're going to like that one too. So you guys want to read all of his different things. When he has his stories play opening up next year, we're going to like uh, ha- we'll have him back and like talk to everybody about it. He's going to have a new- when is the I Don't Care book coming
4: out? We, wa- we are planning to have that out by this coming holiday season. Oh, and wow. We will have lots and lots of announcements and a big book release and it's going to coincide with new music by Aaron Paul, so it's really, really going to be a wonderful, um, it's going to be a really wonderful joint event, and I can't wait to see how people react to this book. I think you'll find out some new and fascinating things about our favorite pop star.
2: I think so too. I'm looking forward to it. So
4: everybody, follow
2: Nathan on on Twitter at real Nathan James. Check out hit uh, him on Facebook. We'll keep you posted if you're following my Twitter stream. I retweet a bunch of his cool stuff all the time. We want to thank you. We want to thank Aaron for letting you set set up in his like studio, and we want to thank you for coming on the show. We had a blast last night, and we wish you luck in everything that you do. And I'm sure we're going to see you again in the next week or two because we're always running into you. So we've had a great time. Thank you so much for coming on the show.
3: Thank
4: you, and have a wonderful afternoon. Is Aaron there? Uh, Aaron's in the other room.
3: Oh, he should have been on a little bit for a minute. I wanted to torture him a little.
4: By the way, I just want to tell all your listeners, today is Aaron's birthday. Go to his Facebook page. Wish him a happy birthday. (laughs) Oh, happy birthday.
3: We did. (laughs) Last night, we bought like five dozen uh, cupcakes. (laughs) Didn't you get a cupcake last night? celebrating his birthday because I'm Italian and we believe that, like Jewish people, you have to have sweets on your birthday or you are bad luck. So, Aaron, you need to make sure you eat yes, something sweet to. today. Yeah. There, he oh, is. there he is. I know it. <laughs> there you are, bitchette, my little bitchette. Last, <laughs> night, last night, you're talking, a- apart from your singing and your show, when you were telling us what you were telling us, that I forgot already because I'm old, but when I heard it, I loved it. I and, love
2: the mother song.
3: And when you brought Eileen up as your other mother, and your mom is such a sweetie pie, we love her too. My real mom and my real mom, yep. Yeah, I thought that was very, very touching. Thank if you. I had tomatoes, I would have thrown them at you. But <laughs> I didn't have any. So I know. I, I was so unrehearsed. It was
5: such a busy day. yesterday.
3: So I, I loved it. I, I don't know that you want to put it in your act, because it might make people cry. And, and people are not <laughs> I know, there to I've cry. I've
5: never seen that song without crying. And no,
3: like, you were crying, honey. You were crying. <laughs> Actually, I, saw every, I saw you crying.
2: Everybody in the chat room is wishing you a happy birthday. Yes. Oh,
5: thank you so much. So
2: we want to thank both of you guys. We will <laughs> see you both soon. Have a very happy birthday. Thank we you. can't wait to read the autobiography being written by or the biography being written by Nathan. And Nathan, we want to thank you for coming on. You look fabulous and we'll see you guys soon. Bye, care, by kids. Kids. bye. Bye.
3: bye. See you soon. Aaron, I love up. you. Bye-bye. honey.
2: Hey, Chad. <clears> Hi, <throat> Captain. Um. People in the chat room were saying like the thing is like running slow, but the video looks better to me now than it did when we first got on.
1: I agree. Your video definitely looks a lot
2: better. Okay, so I'm not gonna Aaron
3: wait. is one of the nicest people ever. I have ever met in my life, I and agree. he will be my dear friend till the day I kick the bucket or go to Rainbow Bridge, as they say. But Aaron is just a delightful. Uh, he's a his his gorgeousness and his personality shows in his performance. So when you see him perform, you see somebody working really hard to please you because that's what he wants to do. It's all about – we talk about it in private. That's all he wants to do is please people, and that's what makes him a superstar.
2: You got to love it. Unlike, Unlike
3: those that do it for the bucks.
2: All right, everybody. Also, uh, what is this thing? I don't want this thing to be here. What thing? I don't know what this thing is. Oh,
3: this, this, there's always something popping
2: up. Um, so anyway, you guys, uh, I want to tell everybody uh, that was good, Chad. I like that. Thank First you. First of all, you guys, you can hear us every week on W4CY Radio with the super talented Chad Murphy. Nice. We're on Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, Monster FM Radio in New York, K4HD Radio in LA, Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, we're also on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Audio Boom, Apple TV Spreaker, and Podbean, and on television, we're on Vimeo, Roku, and YouTube. Uh, I also want to say the Jimmy. St- I want to thank everybody for hitting on the uh, Jimmy Stars World website with all the pop culture. Excuse me, news. It's a very fun blog. We're getting lots of hits, so thanks for all your support. And if you now go on there and click on the top tab, Jimmy Star Show Store, we got some really cool, kind of like vulgar T-shirts and stuff available for sale. We want you guys to go and check it out and uh, see what you think. You can also get Jimmy Star Show logo V-neck T-shirts there, and it's a lot of fun. Um,
3: um, Are you done? <laughs>
6: oh. <laughs>
3: so chatty, you're so chatty. mean, Ron. <laughs>
2: Take it, Ron. <laughs> you done, baby? Yes. Actually, we're gonna play a song though in a second. What uh. song
3: are we playing? Do I like it?
2: Um, I don't know if you. What like song it? is it? Have I heard it? No, I don't know if you have. But who does it? Well, I have three to choose from. Well, Who does it? Well, I don't know which one we're gonna play yet. Which one you want, Ron?
1: Which one you want?
2: Let's do. Let's do. Let's do Free Willy because we haven't done country. Let's do some Free Willy. That's up Chad's alley. Free Willy. Free Willy. The song oh, is getting the car band is Free Willy. You can follow them on Twitter, at Free Willy Band. And uh, they're a lot of fun. The name of this, the album is Remember the Alamo. The name of this song is Get in the Car. And for all you country music lovers, it's kind of like Americana alt country. I think you'll like it. We'll see what Chad thinks. You got it ready, Chad? <laughs> I do. Everybody, here's Free Willy. Get in the car. Let's go.
6: Whenever you go there you are what do you say baby get in the car it is what it is and that's okay get in the car baby what do you say get in the car i'm gonna take you on the trip of a lifetime we'll see the whole world and we'll do it all on my dime you ain't a crime. Get in the car, let's get out of this town Fasten your seatbelt now, i push the pedal down Finders, keepers, losers, weepers Get in the car, baby, jeepers, creepers One in the hands, work, two in the brush Get in the car, but don't get in no rush Get in the car, I'm gonna take you on a trip of a lifetime. We'll see the whole world and we'll do it all on my dime. It ain't a crime, get in the car, let's get out of this town. Put your hair up and I'll put the top down. Save those tears for a rainy day. Get in the car, baby, what do you say? You're what I wish for on a star Wishes come true, baby, get in the car Get in the car, I'm gonna take you on the trip of a lifetime See the whole world and we'll do it all on my dime It ain't a crime, get in the car, let's get out of this town Don't look back, we ain't never gonna turn around The years have come and gone, so much has changed but we go on You've always let me drive, but now I see You've always been the one who turned the key trip of a lifetime I'll see the whole world and we'll do it all on my dime it ain't a crime get in the car let's get out of this town don't look back we ain't never gonna turn around
2: Wasn't that fun,
1: Chad? There you go. That's, that's like a little Tennessee reach, porch picker.
3: We, tro- yes, we tried to reach you for, for you to put the clip out of the movie I made when I said to my co-star, get in the car, get in the car. We did the whole thing about get in the car.
2: He, oh. has a cl- he just has a clip of the film, but he doesn't, I don't know if that's no. I, ba- that made, that I basically, made, basically took
1: the whatever it. clip you gave me and I just pulled out all the Ron parts and pushed that together.
3: Yeah, well, oh, well, let's play that
2: at, anyway. It'll be fun. Well, I'm showing well, it right
3: now. now. now I'm, I'm showing what I let it go. You know, it would have been perfect after the song. Get in the car to see me as a cop yelling at my co-star saying, get in the car. Just get in the car. I said, get in the car. And I kept doing that over but and over it just again.
2: Had, the, the video you made just has his parts, right, Ron? I mean, right, Chad?
1: Yeah.
2: Let's play it for everybody. And you can see Ron in action. I can am? I see it?
1: You can see it's it right gonna- now playing on your ITV, probably.
3: Oh my God, <laughs> Look at that.
2: Can other people hear it? They, can, they can't hear it though, right? They can just no, see it.
1: No, I don't even know if I... Hold on a second. I don't even know. Let's see, audio device. Let's see if this works.
3: i got four select ties in the past two days.
2: You nope, I don't hear it. the uh, There's no when monster out there.
3: When, where are you? When? Well, there you go. go. It was a film that I did a of ago. Kroger, I played a cop Kroger. in Brooklyn. Who was Stars frustrated? Irish Ginger said she has the
2: DVD. <laughs> i <I'll
3: tell her, laughs> She's got the Blu-ray. Irish, throw it in the garbage.
2: <laughs> it's going to be a cult classic one day. What I, are you talking I think about? Think so? It's the yeah, worst. Look how good you look, though. Look how good you look. Any handsome on screen, Chad?
3: Look. No, I got hanging necks. I need a neck job. No, man, no I look like an old goat.
2: You got to like love it. So no, uh, everybody know. can't even see it. Only some people can see it.
3: Oh, look! At, they can't even see. I can't even see it. It's so dark. Didn't you have lights? <laughs>
2: Fabulous. Anyway, <laughs> that's
3: program everybody. It was good. You could save on the makeup man. Just don't have lights,
2: <laughs> and nobody. Can I think they saved it, on you. a lot of things on that show.
3: Oh, we had a lot of fun in that film. It was a nightmare. Gotta
2: says you sound so mafia, but I'm not sure what it like. If she, if she maybe maybe she's seen it, I don't know. Yeah,
3: no, I was supposed to be from Brooklyn, so I I would spoke like this. Ex me about it. You've got to know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Get over. Here. Get in the car. Get in into. My dog got frightened. <laughs> Grand, when daddy's acting, honey. She's having a fit. Look at her. I, no get funny. in the car, and then finally she turned around and said. What did she say? I forgot. Anyway, it was a very good scene. I think it was the best scene in the whole movie.
2: It was very fun.
3: We had a good time. She became Miss Pennsylvania. You know, she's quite a beauty. If I could remember her name. Oh, God. Anyway, she was a beautiful, beautiful young actress. Absolutely. We loved it. Anyway. uh, She was sweet. We liked her.
2: Yes, we did. And she
3: was Miss Pennsylvania like three years ago.
2: You gotta like, you what gotta like love. What was her name?
3: Why do I not remember names, Jimmy? I forgot her name too. Actually, is it because we're old?
2: I can look it up though. On I can look it up. Hang on. It be, it up. It's
3: not nice not to mention her name. You know, this is what happens when you turn like thirty.
2: Valerie Gatto is
3: Valerie. But she's not Gatto anymore. She got married.
2: Okay, but her name was I don't Valerie know if she
3: Gatto. still keeps Gatto. Does she stay single-named?
2: Um, I don't know. Well, uh, um, I think that's the only movie she's ever made. So
3: Probably. Yeah, to, after that movie, she didn't want to be in the business anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I retired, too.
2: <laughs> so, you guys, we have had such a busy week. <sighs> Wednesday night, we did the fashion show, which we talked about, and it was a lot of fun. And Ron did look gorgeous, by the way. Everybody thought he looked gorgeous. Then Friday night, we went with um, Ron's nephew, And his girlfriend, Billy and Judy, we went to Randy Jones's birthday party. Randy Jones is the cowboy from the village people. You wanna
3: I wanna go to the wine. And at his birthday party we met Chris
2: Jones and Chris Jones is the Grace
3: Jones' brother.
2: Yes, and he's a great singer. Yes. And we also met Amiris Cooper, who's like in every freaking like Hallmark movie and like all kinds of like super big television shows and movies, and we got to meet him and that was fun. Um and, and I was already following him on, on Twitter, which was cool.
3: And if you want to see pictures, go to Ron Russell's show on Facebook and I'll friend you.
2: Yes, you guys know him too. He was like in all kinds. He's in the Royal the Real Royals T V show, um, Vanity. I don't know. He's in a whole bunch of different things. But anyway, it's really cool. He was a lot of fun and we enjoyed meeting him and, and the whole thing was just a lot of fun.
3: Was it? What was it again? Was it for the ninth time? It was a lot, a lot of fun. Of fun. No, Fun. talk about ron got,
2: ron got into a fight with the guy what
3: Nah, the- <laughs> don't lie why do you say that let's hear about it spill the beans no no no, no. one of the uh the the, the, the people that uh, comp that pushed the poopy no he was very nasty and rude to a young lady and i defended the young lady yeah you know gallant Ron me is very I'm, I'm, gallant. I'm from the olden days and I don't like anybody to mistreat a woman good for you and this all this woman did was cross the lobby which she wasn't supposed to do and he stood in front of her and then she continued walking and he pushed her mm. and yeah he held her back and pushed her and I went over to him and I said you do that one more time I will call the police and you will be arrested and the girl thanked me and then the guy gave us mouth and he was somebody that worked in the building he was one of the Lobby lackeys, I think it was the concierge or something.
1: Well, that's too bad. We'll go for standing up for the lady. Yeah,
3: it wasn't a Ron fight, it wasn't a fight. It was that wasn't no well, fight. I, if it weren't me, it would have been another guy. I just happened to be next to her, you know, sneaking across the lobby.
2: They but, all say they love Grace Jones and they want to know who's your favorite person in the village
3: people. Oh, I have to say Randy because I know Randy. Randy's a friend. I mean, this it, is yeah, I mean. Yeah, Randy, definitely. I could, I don't even, I've never met the other ones, have I, Jimmy?
2: I haven't. So I don't think, I don't think I've
3: ever them. met the, the rest of the village people. So
2: unless you met them before Yeah, me, no, I've
3: Randy's a doll. We love Randy. We've, this is our second birthday party. Uh, two years ago, we went to Randy's party, and this year he does really nice parties with sparkles and balloons and things coming down. It's very, very festive, and it was a beautiful room right across from the Plaza Hotel. You can't beat the address. Yes. I mean, it was chic and fabulous, and everybody was beautifully dressed. It was like the old days. It was wonderful.
2: And we met this fabulous lady. Actually, we met... Yeah, uh, whatever happened her? name's Marsha. No, we met
3: Marsha. Oh, Marsha. Marsha, my love. Marsha records... Yeah. Um, what do you call that? She's coming on our show.
2: She records... She makes tapes. What do you call that? when you're, Relaxation tapes or whatever that you listen to with the streams and the water and all that kind yeah, of that stuff. Yeah, and she's
3: going to come on and teach us how to de-stress and how to relax, and how to think positively, and when you have a major decision, how to get your body to give you the right answer to the major decision. And she's gorgeous, and I love her, and she's my new friend. So we're gonna have her on, I think, after after New Year's, the new year. And Absolutely. that's a p- perfect time to have her on, because we're all bombed, you know, drunken out, and doped out, and whatever out. Not me, Stressed I don't do out. drugs. I don't do drugs, I don't Meditation, even drink.
2: yes, that's it, meditation. Thank you, yeah.
3: goddess. That Jimmy and I, really seriously, I swear to God, we do not drink or do drugs. Jimmy has never done a drug in his life. And he used to drink beer when he was in college. And Jimmy won't even... No, not
2: beer, alcohol. He
3: won't even have a cocktail. I I,
2: like I'll
3: have though. a cocktail every now and then, but one, I'm not a drinker. I don't like the taste of alcohol.
2: I've never like, really liked it either. No, one time
3: I had martinis, and they were... What kind were they? Oh, uh, Mango Mangotinis, and they were delicious. I had about three of them. I threw up and went to sleep, so that's not an idea of a good night.
2: They all say they love Grace Jones in the chat room, too, which I love Grace. Chad, do you know who Grace Jones is? Uh, yeah, when not that
1: Superdome or a Mel Gibson movie, Mad Max or something? Grace Jones. She
3: was, that, was she was a, that was Tina Turner. Um, that was Tina Turner. Well, Grace Jones, Grace you know, Jones wasn't was not in, in James,
2: James Bond. She was in one of the James Bond movies. A
3: major, well. major model and a singer and a performer. Grace
1: Jones, yeah. The buzz cut, short
3: hair, hair. Yeah, black the buzz lady. cut. You yes, got yes. it. And we're Fit. talking to her brother to try to get she and her brother on because her brother is a singer and he has a song out also. So if he could bring Grace Jones on, we'd love to have the both of them on. Except Grace is in England performing. She's doing a worldwide tour.
2: European tour.
3: Europe, well, worldwide, he said. She's going all over Japan, all over.
2: Yeah, but not, not to the United States.
3: Well, the United States, for reasons of her own. You know, yeah,
2: because they don't pay her do they pay, pay
3: her in Europe. <laughs> you know, they offered her 50000 bucks for a performance, and that's a joke because a woman of... Uh, you don't offer fifty thousand, please.
2: She has a thirty something people person band, so she yeah, can like I mean and
3: to- she's an, an international star. I mean she's big in Europe, France, she's from, from Paris. And she's big, big in France.
2: You gotta like love it though. We yeah. had a good time. Anyway, we had a good time there and then Um we went back on Monday night to the Bowery Electric where we saw Ikeavelli because we didn't mention Ike, we saw Ike Avelli, he's a comedian, and then we saw the Brian Faldudo band, and then we saw Togo Ultra Rock, which was fabulous, and then we saw Aaron Paul, and then the next night we went to the Duplex, which Ron played at one time many years ago.
3: Well, that's a funny story. I'm in the Duplex, and I'm looking around, and I thought, oh my God, I must have had a stroke last night. I played this room, and it doesn't look anything familiar. I almost died. So I spoke to the sound man. I said, did you guys knock out walls and remodel this and make a bigger stage? He said, no, it's the same as it's always been. I said, it can't be. In 1965, I played this room as Jane Russell. And and, some, and I think I was with Charles Pierce and a few other people. He said, well, what year? I said, 1965. He said, no, 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 no. The duplex used to be number 35 Grove Street. This building is 1984 and we made it to duplex again i said oh good because i thought i was flipping out now 35 grove today is another nightclub but i remember it when barbara streisand played there woody allen joan rivers roger dangerfield these were the people that were starting off in the business uh, I guess oh, Rodney, Rodney Rod, Rodney Dangerfield. The same time I was, and the upstairs, downstairs, the duplex. These were all the clubs that we played for, like nothing or fifty bucks if you were lucky, uh, just to get exposure. And Barbara Streisand sang there many times for free. Imagine Barbara Streisand for free.
2: Now it's like a thousand dollars a
3: ticket. <laughs> well, you know, you, you have to start somewhere. That's right. But uh, Greenwich Village lost its luster, but now it's got it back. It's got nightclubs. It's got fabulous cafe street restaurants. Uh, I'm sorry, they're closing the Riviera down, that wonderful triangular restaurant opposite the duplex. It's been there for thousands of years and I've eaten there when I was a kid and as a teenager and I went there on a lot of dates and stuff and they closed it. I guess the rents got too high and now they'll knock it down. and put up some ugly, disgusting building and ruined Greenwich Village, which used to look like Paris. There you go. There you go for the village.
2: Uh, Oh, Oh, Chad, never mind. I was going to say they said that that the video went down, but now it came back.
1: Yes, I turned it off for a second because it was like I did go over to the monitor and I noticed there was some breakup in it. So I had to stop it, lower the resolution a little bit. It was probably pulling too much memory, and it should be okay now.
3: Where clear is the bell? You could see my bags (laughs) under my eyes. gorgeous. You could see the hanging neck. Watch, I'll swing my neck. Watch, it's going to swing. No,
0: no. Yeah. Oh, blah, 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 blah.
3: he makes a chicken noise. <laughs> no, turkey. <laughs> it's turkey. Called, turkey. It's called turkey right. neck. <laughs> you know, when you turn 50, it happens. And I, I'm turning 50 next year, and so my neck went.
1: Here's to you. look good, Ron.
3: I feel good. That's all that matters, even though I'm getting a stent put in next week.
1: <laughs> Wait in that I am. sentence.
3: They're going into my wrist. They're putting a stent in my heart. Right. Because I have a blockage of some kind.
2: We're going on Monday.
3: On Monday. And, right. I, and if I die, I told the audience, blame Jimmy. Yeah,
2: that's really not nice.
3: It's going to be your fault because you had me running around to nightclubs, dancing, right. screaming, singing. Home. Bad I on the
1: heart.
2: Stayed,
3: oh. I could have stayed home and let you go loose. <laughs> yeah. Tram- <laughs> Tramp that you are, you'd have been shacking up with everybody in New York. You would have came right. home with every disease that's known to man. Oh, oh yeah, he would. Have, oh yeah, if I, I let him, to him If I terrible. let him go alone, he would have came home with every social disease there was. No, I wouldn't. We would have <laughs> had to bathe him in Clorox in the bathtub, spray him straight down. Clorox. I've terrible things. Oh yeah, and spray him with you know gasoline and then set him on fire right. to kill the bugs that he would have on his body. Mm-hmm. So you know, Jimmy the slut. What can I tell you? That's disgusting. Look at that nice picture of us. Wow, it's
2: too big, though. I'm trying to make it small.
3: No, just blur it again.
2: (laughs) No, we don't want it to be blurry. Blur
3: blur my side. Leave your side alone. Anyway, I want to talk to my goddess. Goddess baby, what's cooking? You know, you're on Facebook with these one-liners. I don't get anything out of it. You got to write more about what's going on, my sweet petunia. Love that goddess girl absolutely we yeah. have so many people in the in the chat room that we love we love med grognick we love uh, iris iris Billy. Uh, everybody we have i iris, mean we really, Ginger, we really we really care
2: emperor drew
3: you know after so many years on the air and and so many guests we've had hundreds and hundreds of guests you really acquire a lot of friends and Jimmy and I have and you all know it when people our guests say oh we're going to hang out come to palm springs or come to new york city so it, it's a very nice way to meet. She says
2: people. she might be selling her house and moving. Moving where? I don't know. Well, moving where, goddess? We move, to,
3: move to Palm Springs. <laughs> or New York. Then we could be social friends. She we could said see the storms each other.
2: are freaking out, I guess, because there's another one coming.
3: Well, sell your house. Remember,
2: it, though, if you go to California, you have earthquakes and. Yeah. Shut
3: up! I wanted to move to Palm Springs. Don't scare her. Well,
2: but you have something everywhere. That's what my point. True. Yeah, but
3: an, er- an earthquake just the house falls on you. The chances of being under a <laughs> table. and being The hurricane,
2: safe. you have a warning to get out. That's
3: right. Yeah, if you got ten thousand dollars for an airline ticket, but you don't right? have it.
2: You don't have a. You could just drive. You don't have a warning though. If you're in California and right. the earthquake hits, it just hits. You exactly. don't get a warning. Our
3: friend Debbie lives in uh, Boca Raton. It took Debbie two days to get to Jacksonville.
1: That's because okay. they waited till like two or three days before the storm.
3: I don't know. When did Debbie leave for? for she she, she was coming long. up here. She never got here. She
2: did, they all made they Everybody waited till the last yep. second. And then there's yep. a million people on the road. Right. Yep. Actually, like Lady Lake Music, she told us that they took all the back roads. They used Google Maps to not drive the highway to get out through all the back roads. Nice. And that way, <laughs> they went on the highway. So that was smart. Yeah, like, that's good
1: thinking. Moisture.
2: It really is. Um, Ginger says, "Move to Eagle Rock, California." Where's Eagle Rock? Have you been to Eagle Rock?
3: Never heard of it.
2: Never heard of it, Ginger. Sorry.
3: <laughs> Whenever the hurricanes came to Florida, I never left. I used to tie myself to a palm tree, and then you know, let the hurricane come. Oh, yeah. Like the movie Hurricane with with um, oh God, I, with uh, my mind's gone with John John somebody. He tied uh, his wife to a palm tree.
2: That's a <laughs> It's an old movie?
3: It's an old movie with John, what the hell was his name? And she was Dorothy L'Amour, and he tied her, she was a Hawaiian lady, and he tied her to a palm tree. Did she live? Did she live? Yeah, well, just so Hollywood. The wind is blowing and the water's hitting her, and her hair is wet and it's all curly, blowing back. Meanwhile, she has got lip gloss, false eyelids. <laughs> she's painted like a hussy, and she's in the hurricane. From
2: 1937.
3: Right, wow. and you see a little bit of water, a few dewdrops.
2: Dorothy Lamour, John Hall, Mary John, Astor, and C. Aubrey. Right, Smith.
3: John Hall. Yeah, he did. He tied it to a friggin' palm tree and you see the winds are blowing and things are flying by and the camera comes in for the close up. And there she is. Juicy red lips with the big eyelashes. <laughs> Hollywood didn't do it right in those days.
2: Uh, God, says she's been there for 29 years.
3: Yeah, she's only 26. It's never
2: been so bad in those waters. Freaking eclipse. I don't know. Eclipse. I don't know what that means.
3: Well, you know, oh, maybe
2: the eclipse had something to do with the earth, earthquake and the No,
3: no, no. It, it was, was Kim
2: Jong il. No,
3: it was what I went hysterical when Trump was on television and he called John uh Rocket uh, Man. Rocket Man. You blew it. Don't ever step on my lines again, Here I we keep go. telling you. Stop. Here it. we go. He called him Rocket Man. I cracked up laughing. I think Trump is a crazy son of a bitch. I mean, really, the things he comes out with, presidents never spoke that way. He's like a stand-up comic. <laughs> <laughs> it really is.
1: Did you Rocket see his Twitter man. post on uh, hitting Hillary in the back with his golf ball?
3: Oh, no. He hit her in the back with a golf well, ball? Well,
1: somebody chopped the chopped the uh, two videos together, but you got to see oh,
3: it. Oh, 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 <laughs> no, no.
1: Yeah, it, sh- it shows Trump taking a swing probably on one of his golf courses. Then it cuts to Hillary going into uh, her big Jedi, jet airliner, and the, and the ball hits her in the back, and she trips and falls into the plane. That's disgusting. It is pretty bad. I'm like, this is our president. Come on.
3: So, uh, so not nice. You know, we're Americans. Isn't that bullying? Respect each other. Isn't that bullying? What? What?
1: Isn't that being a bully? Yes. Here we are trying to teach our kids not to bully others, and here's our president leading the way.
3: All your kids have to do is read Facebook, and they'll be the best bullies in the world. Yeah. You know. I may Point not like Trump, I don't give my political views to anyone, but I will not disrespect him because he is indeed the president of our country. Good or bad or indifferent, we have to show we have to set a precedent to young people, a thing called respect. Young people today do not have respect.
2: That's true. I believe they I they, they bad.
3: talk about elderly people with such disgust. You know, that's why I'm fighting ageism. Like, go on, you old man. You're ready to die any day. Drop dead. I mean, I've heard terrible things said to elderly people. And, and when people are walking in Manhattan, if they have a walker and they're old, you hear people, could you get out of my way, please? Excuse me. Excuse me. I mean, the person's a 100. They have a grip. They're, they're crippled. And these young son of a bitches are yelling, excuse me. Excuse me. I'm in a rush. Well, the old lady's in a rush, too, but she ain't in a rush to go in the box yet, so don't push her. <laughs>
2: That's one thing I have to say. We went out with Togo Ultra Rock and his band, and the band is like, they're like, you know, late 20s, early 30s, or whatever. And like, they were so respectful because, like, we're old for them.
3: You know what it is? It's the culture. When I did the underwear thing, everybody there was basically Puerto Rican. Most of, I say, 80% of the models were Puerto Rican. They treated me with such reverence and respect. I cannot tell you. They were kind. They were nice. They said, can you do They were telling me. They were showing me like I was the father or grandfather, probably great-grandfather. But <laughs> no, and the same thing with the band. They're from England, and they respect the elders. No, they're not
2: from England, though.
3: Well, they lived in England.
2: No, they're from here. They're from, well, like, then they're they're Americans.
3: from like South Dakota or North well, Dakota. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe Southerners have a little more style. But
2: One of the guys, though, was a Native American Indian. He was delightful. Was delightful. Yeah.
3: But, you know, people in L.A. are not the nicest that used to be. When I moved to California in 1949, I was a little boy, and as growing up there a little bit, uh, everybody would say, have a good day. Come again. Can I help you? How are you? Everybody was so polite, as in Florida also. Now L.A. is ruder than New York has ever been. So we have got to learn to respect our elders, because one day, if you're lucky, you'll be be an elder. And you won't like it when people make fun of you, like that stupid jerk in the gay bar that when I walked in with my friend, he said, oh, I hate old people when they try to dress young. You know, don't do that and let me hear it. That's not nice. I didn't say that you're disgusting, ugly, and nobody's ever <laughs> going to go out with you, you ugly little faggot. Just did. I mean, you know, I had, doubt, I had movie stars fall in love with me, you piece of shit. <laughs> How do you like that one, I, 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 dated a ver- I dated a very famous movie star who was magnificent looking, George Nader. Look him up, kids. Breathtakingly beautiful.
2: You had other ones that wanted, didn't...
3: didn't I have gone, I'm not mentioning them. did Vincent
2: Price want
3: to go out with you? No, Vinnie Price... No, don't talk about things you don't know. That's not nice. You're indicating he's gay. We're not going to do that. No, I just met as a friend. I didn't mean as a, yeah, as a friend. Yeah, Vincent Price and I got along really great. He was also Jane Russell's good friend. So we were... But Vinnie, Vincent Price was absolutely one of the wittiest men. No, Mil, Milton Berle tried to ball me. Oh. I was like 17. He chased me around the restaurant all night.
2: We don't need to know who tried to ball you because I'm like married to you and I don't want to know all the.
3: No, but I, I've had many celebrities. <laughs> no, I've had many celebrities hit on me because, you know, I was arm candy. When you all
2: the women hit on him.
3: No, when you're young and you're in the Hollywood scene, all the older gay actors come after you because you're part of the scene. Like my best friend, Mr. Blackwell, he was lovers with Tyrone Power. And he was in a three way with Randolph Scott and Cary Grant. Because back in, and also Cesar Romero was lovers with Tyrone Power. They had to keep it in the studio, they had to keep it secret. So they would say, oh, there's a new guy in town and he's gorgeous and he's hung and he swings. So everybody would jump on him. Meanwhile, gonorrhea was going around the studios like it was no tomorrow. (laughs) Because if if a young guy came in with gonorrhea, they all got it. And that's the big joke. But uh, yeah, Mr. Blackwell was tr- tried to kill himself when Tyrone Power broke up with him. He that's was terrible. devastated. And I asked R- Richard, uh, Mr. Blackwell, I said, "Who was the love of your life?" And he said, "Tyrone Power." And here he was married to uh, Robert Spencer for for sixty years or whatever. But um, Hollywood's gay world was very private then, and nobody still private. Well, not so much now. Now we have an idea who's a fruit and who's not.
2: You know? <laughs> All right, so let's tr- let's Chad, let's see if we can get our guest. Maybe we'll play a song so you can work out getting her. Mm-hmm. Let's do uh, Revolution and the name of the song is Dinosaurs. And I think you guys will like this this song a lot. Uh, Wait, you- what
3: did you say? Dinosaurs or vaginosaurs? No dinosaurs. No. Oh, I thought he said vaginas.
1: You got that one, Chad? I do have that one.
2: All right everybody. So we're, have gonna vaginas- dinosaurs? Dinosaurs. we're gonna work on vagina. I don't our next have a vaginas- in the mean. In the meantime, here's (laughs) Revolution's Dinosaurs!
1: Jimbo, there
2: you go. Hi, everybody. All right. Okay, hold on. So let's just make sure everybody can hear you. Just say hi, and then we'll do an introduction.
5: Hello.
2: Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. That's fabulous. All right. All right, everybody. Here we go. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star mm-hmm. Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented and beautiful
3: Sunny Mabry. Hello, and welcome to the show.
5: Hi. How are you guys?
3: Fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. But uh, do you have a mask you could put on? You're very ugly. <laughs> And I, I, and you're offending me by I have to look at you through the whole interview. <laughs>
5: I, I've got some really good key lighting coming. It's beaming right in on the old face. So
3: you need it. Are you married?
5: Wait, we have to introduce everybody. Wait, I gotta
3: get this gossip before we go on. Are you yeah, married?
5: I, I am. I'm married to another actor. His name is Ethan Embry. Oh, um, are you really married
2: to Ethan Embry? Yeah. What? Do you guys know him? Uh, I've asked him to come on the show. He follows me on Twitter.
3: I love him. Oh, so he hasn't come on our show. So divorce the son of a bitch.
2: <laughs> oh well, my god! Not- I can't <laughs> believe you're married to Ethan Embry. He's like the coolest dude ever. He's the son on uh, Jane Fonda's show. I know.
3: Which is so stupid.
2: Grayson Frankie. Plus, he's also. Uh, empire records for me is like like one of the greatest like movies like ever like i'm old so like for me that's like such a great movie and he's such a great actor and i was wondering because you've been in a couple movies with him and i was even going to bring it up like wow what's ethan Embry like because you've been in a bunch of films with him and i love him to death and and you're married to him so i, I guess
3: he's pretty cool <laughs> anyway getting back getting back to your face you are absolutely beautiful Thank and you. you remind me so much of the fabulous actress of the 1960s and 70s, Carol Lindley. She was in the original Poseidon adventure with Shelley Winters. When okay. the ship went upside down, she was the I, young beautiful blonde that was singing. She sang that song.
5: I just I just have Google searched her very quickly and I see what you're saying there. yeah,
3: we, sure. we favorite same her. hair, same hair, same cheekbones. You could play yeah. her life story. You look like Carol Lindley, and she was a beauty. I mean, she, and poor thing has MS now, you know. Age and, age and disease really wrecks people, but she's still beautiful.
2: Absolutely. So let me introduce you to everybody. This is my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Ron
3: Russell. Hi, sweetheart. Hi, Ron.
2: How are you? I'm, I'm Jimmy, good, honey. I'm Jimmy Starr. We have behind the boards, our man behind the boards is Chad Murphy, so say hi to Chad. Hello. Hi, son- Chad. Hey, Sonny. Welcome.
5: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
2: Great voice, like he has such a great voice. And uh, but-
3: you belong on a magazine cover for like American <laughs> Pie. No, you're the you're the idea of what all Americans look like in fashion and Vogue. Uh, Cheryl Teagues, sure. that type. You know, you have that wonderful. She's too young to
2: know who Cheryl Teagues is. Oh, Do you please. know who Cheryl Teagues is? I'm
4: not, yeah,
3: I'm not, my, I'm not Another noticed. beauty you look. Look like. at
4: the pictures.
2: He's putting up all kinds of pictures over. Okay, hold on. We also Gorgeous. have a chat room full of people. So say hello to everybody. Oh, look in the at that picture. Room. Hi, everybody in the chat beautiful. room.
5: How are y'all?
2: absolutely fantastic so where where are you actually are you in california
5: yeah i'm in la
2: there you go
3: and and you know we're gay guys and we're married for five years and gay guys love beautiful women you know they think that we hate women that's bullshit we hate ugly women no no no. (laughs) we love beautiful women we love to compliment them and tell them they're beautiful without expecting something in return i've
5: definitely felt the love from a lot of gay men yeah, absolutely. we we
3: appreciate what you look like and how you dress and how you act. No, we see more of you than and
5: I appreciate you as well.
3: No, but seriously, we see more of you in film than the audience does, because we look at your nails, we look at your clothes, we look at your hair, <laughs> we look at your face. We it is hard to get a, you
5: know, most men to, uh, to look at my nails no, and they're men, good. No, men, absolutely,
3: men look at one thing and then you say, hello, my face is up here. You know, that, that old joke. But gay men look at everything, you know.
2: Actually, we were we were at Randy Jones. Randy Jones is in the village people, and he had a birthday in New York Friday night, and we went to his birthday party, and there was these two girls that everybody was taking pictures of. They were kind of scantily clad, but literally, I mean, like, they looked like supermodels. And I walked the- and everybody was, like, oogling them and everything, and I walked over to him and said, you guys are really beautiful. And I said, and I'm
3: gay. I'm not I trying to hit on thing. you
2: or anything. So just to let you know, it's a real compliment because you're just gorgeous, you know, and I don't want anything from it. I'm just letting you know. Yeah,
3: but I said the same thing to one of them. You know what she said? What? Oh, I, I. what did she say? I'd hit on you. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I said, I'm old enough to be your grandfather. She said, but it's called distinguished. <laughs> I <looked> thought <at> <laughs> she was kidding with me, but they were lovely girls. So, okay, getting back to you. So now we you. have Sunny.
2: First of all, you guys, if you want to follow Sunny on Twitter, she's on Twitter, mm-hmm. at Sunny Mabrey. S-U-N-N-Y-M-A-B-R-E-Y. We're going to talk about a bunch of different things. You guys know her from many, many things, but... If you're a fan of Once Upon a Time, you know where it is Glinda, and she's so beautiful. Okay, but like,
3: before you get into her PR stuff, I want to get people to know who she is. Where are you from?
5: I'm from Alabama.
3: Oh, oh. Uh, Jimmy's dad was from Alabama. No, Kentucky. Same. Really?
5: <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> it's like New Jersey and New York. You know, if you say I'm from New York, you say, oh, same thing as Jersey.
5: <laughs> are you from New York?
3: Oh, how can you you can't tell?
5: <laughs> I can I I heard the accent, I just didn't I wasn't able to place the exact Brooklyn,
3: Brooklyn New York. Brooklyn, good old Brooklyn. I'm from New York. I'm
5: from Florida. Okay. I was yeah. because I'm a Gator actually.
2: I went to University of Florida, so I'm a Florida Gator.
5: What's your uh so what's the city that you grew up in?
2: Um I actually grew up in West Palm Beach. My oh,
5: okay. West Palm. I I'm everything
2: native Florida, so Miami, West Palm Beach. I went to high school in Jacksonville, College in Gainesville, and when I graduated I lived in Fort Lauderdale, Pompano and Boca.
5: Nice. Okay. I've lived both of those places that you guys are from and I love them dearly.
3: Now were you like, did you graduate as the most popular girl? Not at all. Not Go at all. Way.
5: I was a I I know it's a cliche to say this, but I was a huge nerd. And I really was a band nerd. Um and I still love the band and the fact that I did all that, but um, I couldn't get popular for some reason. I tried. Are you and nerds? Serious? Nerds you did,
3: rule now, though. It's you fabulous. didn't win Best Looking in your graduation okay. class? No,
5: so I did. I did end up winning Homecoming Queen. In my excuse me.
3: excuse me, bitchette. Oh, excuse me. I was homely and horrible. Nobody loved me, but I was homecoming queen. Oh, excuse me. But there is
5: there is a key there's a, there's a there's a there's a catch to that, and that is I was never popular and then they I guess my class got tired of voting for the same people to win every year. So all of a sudden I just wanna I'd never won any of that stuff. And you I know was like why?
3: And you know under- why? My daughter Leslie Was Miss Long Island, Miss New York, first runner-up in Miss America, Eastern Division. Wow. She looks like Michelle Pfeiffer or Grace Kelly. She's outrageously beautiful. She was a powers model, okay? Couldn't get a date. You know why? The boys were terrified of her. Because they all said a girl that looks like that's not going to want a guy like me. And my daughter used to say to me, Daddy, when I go on a date, I wish a guy would take me to a movie. I said, Why, Leslie? She said, They always take me to parties to show me off. So when you're very beautiful, like you, you are not popular. Okay. I,
5: I don't even think I blossomed until later, though. Like, I, you know, I wasn't, I was kind of invisible. I really was. Like, I was quiet. I had my friends. There were also like fellow nerds, and I yeah, but had every, every once in a while,
2: your Alabama little like Wait a twang second. comes out. It, it's beautiful. Wait a it second. really is. It's I gotta, so gotta cute. get the facts
3: here. <laughs> I gotta get the facts. How did you become homecoming queen?
2: Because
5: I think I think maybe my senior year, people I don't know maybe the guys started to notice me a little bit, and then it kind of caught on, but just to vote for me because I'd never gotten anything before. I really think it was kind of like a fluke. <laughs>
3: Homecoming <laughs> queen there's nothing thought, better than being thought, homecoming queen. Unless you're you're like a faggot and you're the queen. Drag queen. <laughs> so I've been voted best drag queen.
5: <laughs> that's an amazing honor as well. <laughs> I never th- I thought after that I would become popular, but I didn't. Uh it didn't
3: help at all. <laughs> was, so no, then, but you married a handsome movie star.
5: Yeah, I
2: did. That's true. So hold on, Where did, so did, <laughs> did you did you how long have you been acting? Well, I'm not
3: finished I, snooping.
5: I know, but I
2: want
3: I want to know if she's got children.
5: You're gonna date me quite a lot if if I tell you that, but it's been like uh eighteen maybe almost twenty years since I started acting.
3: Twenty and years I don't, so I, you don't,
5: know, I have a stepson, but I okay. haven't been any of my own that right. I've got. I've had I've been with um I've been around in my stepson's life since he was three and he's oh, now so he's, he's, like you. yours. he's seventeen now. Good for you. Yeah. he's, cool. he's yeah, he has exactly. his mom close by too, and they're very, we're all really super close.
3: Right.
2: So that's Actually great. though, you don't look old at all. No matter how old you are, you look I mean, you look like you could definitely you could look like you could be in your mid 20s. So the fact that you're older uh, than I
3: would have said 20s, she when you. I first saw her, I pegged her at like 28, 29. Yeah, so 30 she, tops.
2: So you're doing very well. Thank you. Please. She's
3: got that baby face. They never get old.
2: <laughs> so I went through your whole catalog of everything that you've been in, which I've seen tons of everything that you've been in. Like, like the new guy is like another one because I'm old. Like that's like a movie that was just such a great movie. But I don't see anything on, in your thing is like extra – like all I do is see you in movies, and like you're all all right. You didn't like. It's like you didn't even have to like start with like the shit that everybody has to do. You automatically like got good shit right, uh, good roles and things right away, and that well, you didn't have to like. Like oh, if you look on my IMDb, I've got like fifty fucking extra credits,
3: <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and and every extra movie was a horror. It was a piece of crap.
5: <laughs> you know what? I I did do a couple of extra parts, but I started. Mo- as a model you know and then I started doing commercials and then I kind of is so
3: ugly I love <laughs> yeah. her she's got balls this one I love this one she's got great big balls I'm ugly nobody liked me in school I wasn't popular I won That's homecoming like- queen I'm, I'm a model, a model. She's a
5: late bloomer, I- ask my high school classmates I wish I wish they were here um- <laughs> please please yeah, it's like, uh, please it's true I'm telling you but, yeah, um, yeah, and you it- were a
3: model what else did you win
5: I I started modeling after my first year of junior college.
3: Did you win a beauty contest?
5: No, I never did contests. So you didn't really model for
2: that long if you quit after your first year of junior college.
5: No, I I didn't quit then. I started then.
2: Started then. Okay. I was going to say that was quick. Okay. So did you like study acting in college or what did you study in college?
5: Um, Acting. Yeah. I eventually studied acting. I started out as an art major. I had an art scholarship and um did my first year on that then I went and modeled for a little while kind of lost my second year of that scholarship um (laughs) I was not happy but uh she she eventually came to accept my entertainment choices and I I wanted to go to school though with people my age because I knew I wanted to go to college and graduate and um I, from what I heard back then, modeling was like over at 22, which isn't true. 19, at
3: 19. I've, I don't
5: <laughs> know. I found <laughs> out that it's not the case. Not at all. So, thankfully. so. But anyway, I, I stopped modeling and I went back to school, University of Mobile, and I, that's where I took, I started out in art, and then I took a theater elective and started doing um, set design and set construction and stuff, because I'm like, this is I'm already an artist. Like that's impractical enough. Do I have to also really love acting? Like that's not—it's not a good job idea. So I I tried to, you know, I kept saying I'm going to go to graduate school to be uh, a set designer, but I ended up acting, and I was doing.
3: Oh, you became an actress because you wanted steady work, benefits. Yeah, and,
2: re- and retirement <laughs> money. <laughs> so, you guys, just to, to give to give an idea of some of the things you guys have seen, Sunny in. Um, she was in the new guy, Species Three, Triple X, State of the Union. One last thing, final approach with uh, Dean Kane, Anthony Michael Hall, and Ernie Hudson. I just bring that up because they've
3: all been we on the show. We know Ernie because they've oh, all been okay. on this. We know <laughs> yeah. Ernie well. Ernie's a sweetie. I didn't fine. see. Oh,
2: not since I, I didn't. Him. I we didn't, love hang Ernie. Hang on, I didn't see. Yeah. Uh, what well, she's uh, Ernie's also in her husband's show. Oh yeah, oh yeah,
3: he, oh, yeah. His he, played, he plays he plays Tomlin's boyfriend, boyfriend. Um, right? We freak out when we see Ernie. Um, he's yeah. cool you guy. You were in
2: Not Since You, which I didn't see, but I'm a huge fan of Kathleen Robertson and Christian Kane because I'm like from the Beverly Hills 90210 generation, and she's like right. was on Beverly Hills 90210. You were on an episode of Rules of Engagement, and our Christmas Eve show uh, was Patrick Warburton was like, our guest right. on the huh. show, so he's really cool. She's in Madman Repo with Jason Mewes. He's been on the show. Um, Memphis Beat with Jason Lee and DJ Qualls, and Jason Lee's been on the show. In Plain Sight, in, The Closer of Vegas, The Child with Eric Roberts, The Trainer, The Client List, um, which I, I freaking like. love that show. We had a bunch of people from that show on the show. The Glades, which I was an extra in, but it's not on my like resume because... Uh, because you never, I
3: was, they saw the back of your head. I know head. they
2: saw the back of my head, but I was in Florida, so that was a lot of fun. Um, teacher of the Year with Keegan-Michael Key, who's become one of the biggest stars in Hollywood at the moment. Still the King. With Billy Ray Cyrus and Joey Lauren Adams, a bunch of dicks with Ethan Embry, her husband, who I didn't know when I wrote those little notes. And I wrote that down because I thought that was a cute Oh,
3: title. now we can really torture him.
2: Escaping Dad, Snakes on a Plane, and Once Upon a Time with every great stars. And now she has a new movie. It's a movie, right? Beyond the Trek. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, an, it's a movie. It's I, I saw it on video on demand. It stars Michael Newry, John Posey, oh, T.J. Holden,
3: Lance Broadway, and her. Yes, Michael. Say tell Michael, um, Halloween night with I was with John Voight when they threw um, eggs at Angie Voigt and Angelina Jolie. She was a oh, little kid. My daughter oh, Deirdre, is Angie's friend. And we took them to the haunted house in Beverly Hills, John <laughs> Voight and I. And suddenly, Doris Day's son, Camden, started throwing eggs at Angelina Jolie, Angie Voight. And John wasn't bothered. I was upset. And Michael just walked around the corner, and he was appalled at it. And so we just spent the evening trotting along. He's the nicest guy.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a super nice and guy. And he's handsome
3: I, as hell. He's so handsome.
5: Very good looking ma'am.
3: Gorgeous. I the
5: neighbor, you and him. Listen, to, yeah. me. listen <laughs> to me, listen to me. That was now. a
2: compliment. So What'd she thank you say?
3: You? Talking about how handsome
2: he was and you are.
3: Uh, well, she had to return it after I complimented no, her. No, I, you
5: guys...
2: But listen, agree,
3: listen, but I'm talking business. Your
5: head, but...
3: Listen to me, I'm talking <laughs> business. Now, listen. What is the name of the casting director of the show with Jane Fonda and Louise Harlan? Oh, my gosh. Well, whatever I'm the name... Thank you, Grace. That's the name I of know,
5: the show. I know, because I auditioned... For the casting
3: chef. director is who? Oh, you should be on that show. Shut, I shut up. You're you stepping on, on my lines again. You know, I set her up and then you come in and don't do it. I what you're talking about. Well, bullshit. Get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it. I was going to say I'm going to talk to the casting director and tell her to put her in that show. No, oh, she's
5: already oh. auditioned for it. She just told you she
2: auditioned
3: for it. She did?
5: Yeah. <laughs> it was so long ago, though. I auditioned for the, uh, for the pilot for Brooklyn's role.
2: Oh, you and know? she... And Brooklyn... Yeah fantastic. Yeah, She's fantastic. I may have to say, you're fantastic too, but she does right. a great job on it. Well, show. I
3: think you should do a guest spot on that show.
5: Oh, thank you. I would I love to. I want
3: to tell the uh, casting director.
5: You know, she's,
2: she could play like... We can like, tweet to her. We'll find out who she is and we can tweet to her because everybody like listens to her. Because you
3: know what? <laughs> do you know... Uh, um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm 77 years old so you're going to have to forgive me if I don't remember anything. <laughs> a little bit. So this is it. Jimmy, uh, stand... Zimmerman. Stan, Stan Zimmerman. Do you know Stan Zimmerman, the comedy yeah. writer?
5: It's The fabulous. name is very familiar, but and I He, know he wrote
3: mistaken. the first season of Golden Girls. Stop it. He's doing a parody to the Golden Girls, and it's called Silver Foxes. But we can't get it on the air because the networks don't want to get involved with something so gay. It's about four men who live together who are gay. Sort of like the Golden Girls but a Gay Man's thing. And right. Stan Zimmerman is what probably like one of the greatest writers out there.
2: He wrote Gilmore Girls.
3: <clears throat> yeah. Oh it's all over the place. He's like Hollywood's <laughs> new you No, know, he's Hollywood's new boy boy, you know, when they everybody gets on the bandwagon. Yeah. And um you know, he's promised me a couple of spots as one of these guys' boyfriend.
5: Oh wow or something.
3: So I want to get
5: Come on as a guest star. Friday, yeah, I want to get
3: Silver Foxes you know, up and running, so we promote it every opportunity we can. So Not no, only for that, back. but because Stan Zimmerman is so fucking yeah, he's a nice, excuse me for nice cursing. Do you mind if I curse? Is it a venue? <laughs> <laughs> I don't
5: have a problem with this. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: hold mean, on, let's go wait, back. Wait, wait, wait. When you ask an actress in Hollywood, do you mind if I curse? If she says yes, then she's really a nun. She's not an actress. <laughs> so let's go
2: back. You have Beyond the Trek because we want to talk about it a little bit. Because I've got, a, I've got a, like a one-and-a-half-minute trailer we're going to play so people can see it. Um, okay. So you've got Beyond the Trek. Uh, it's available on video on demand. I actually, when they first, uh, which we should say, hi to October Coast who set this interview up, uh, I actually thought it had something to do with like – I actually thought it was like a Star Trek spinoff. I wasn't sure exactly like what it is. So, so, but it's not really a Star Trek spinoff, right? It's just a space no. movie. But it is a space movie.
5: Yes, it's definitely a space movie and uh, definitely sci-fi, mostly set in space. But um, it used to be called something else. But now it's Beyond the trick. and it, it, it is not related to Star Trek.
3: <laughs> what part do you play?
5: Um, I play the role of Iris Duncan. I'm the first mate of the
3: ship. Good. So then you do. What position <laughs> do you hold in in the in the casting?
5: Um, I believe I'm number one.
3: Said. Oh, so you're the star. Don't be modest.
5: Yes, she is
2: the you're star. You're
3: the star of the movie. She, we we she, need that. She is the star. No, you're it's, the star, honey. You're the star. If you're the number one position, you're the star. And it was
5: originally called... Lance Broadway as well. He was
3: the uh, he was he's ca- a co he's a co- star He's second.
2: Oh, they're place. the two stars. Yes, he's, he's but no, it was called Telios originally, I think. Something like, I don't know how you
3: pronounce that's it. That's stupid because Dun- who'd, re- who'd ever remember that?
2: So they changed it to Beyond the Trek. And here's yeah, the here's Beyond the little the synopsis, everybody. A deep space mining vessel has been adrift for two years. It is suspected the crew brutally killed each other. But the reason for the bloodbath is unknown. A rescue cure is sent to find if there are any survivors, what happened, and why. And we're going to play the little clip. Chad, do you have the tri- do you have the clip? I is do. this a
3: major release?
2: Um, it's on video on demand.
3: Oh, it's vi- not in theaters. So it's, it's, not, in so theaters. it's not, a, not a major release. Okay. Years ago, we called it a major release.
5: It's gone the festival circuit, and it's, it's played in a lot of theaters at this point, but in festivals. So now it's coming out on video on demand and on iTunes and on Vudu.
2: I okay, love it, okay. and it's
5: uh, actually it's on. You I you certainly even,
2: will watch it. You can even buy it on YouTube and re- watch it on YouTube. Do you, you have K99. aliens in it? <laughs>
5: are there aliens? Well, I don't know if I'm allowed. I love
3: to I love stuff. alien movies. She can't tell you. <laughs> can't. Just shake your head a little. <laughs> Just do this. Watch. So hold on. No, I love you know if I don't I have know, aliens, aliens, I get depressed. <laughs> he loves aliens. Because, Hang on, you know there are relatives.
2: Chad, do you have it? Yes, sir. Alright, so how about, Sonny, you introduce it We're okay. going to pl- just sit, and then sit for a second We're going to play the minute clip, minute and 20 minute 20 second clip, and then we will come back and talk about it
5: Okay, everybody This is the trailer for Beyond the Trek
2: you know-
1: Still nothing from the Atromatose Three months since the last transmission
6: We've concluded that all of the crew Are dead Recover the cargo This mission is vital, we're counting on you We'll get it done Cargo container is in here.
5: Something's wrong. Do you have something you wanna tell me? I don't think that the cargo is what we've been told.
6: We need answers. PTSD, depression, depersonalization disorder.
5: Whatever it was that happened. It must have been terrible. Our friend has used the past few years to learn both Mandarin oh and Russian.
3: O'Neill's more lucid than he's been letting on.
5: He's trying to tell us something.
6: Before long, you will all irreversibly be losing your minds. I'm sorry.
5: O'Neill's escaped.
0: I know you're in here! Chicago
4: will not be compromised.
1: Go, Jimbo. Beyond the track.
2: All right, everybody. So that's Beyond the Trek, and we have the lead actress from Beyond the Trek on the show right now. Her name is Sunny Mabry, and that, that video is, I mean, that movie is actually available on all the digital download sites, iTunes, uh, Amazon, probably. I don't know all of them. I know it's on YouTube because I... I, when I was looking for the trailer for it, it's like you can click the button and pay three ninety nine and you can watch it. So I know it's on YouTube. So it's going to be on all the digital download sites. It's a lot of fun. It's sci fi. It's got a great looking cast. Michael is in it.
3: And he's super great looking. Also, oh, he's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. He's like six foot six or something. How tall is Michael? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, he's I'm a very six tall foot. I'm six foot, yeah. and I had to look up to him when I spoke to him. He was way up yeah. here. He
5: plays that part very well because his he just he just. It, Did
3: you know that years ago he played Dracula on a TV no. series and he was mag gorgeous? He had curly yeah. hair like an afro, and he was uh, Dracula. He was absolutely he, he was young. He was so beautiful as Dracula. Everybody was tearing their he next thing.
2: Flash stage. dance.
3: You know, get me. Get.
2: Did you see Flashdance? I'm sure you saw Flashdance. Michael has a pretty good yes. work record. He was fabulous in Flash dance, so
3: he hasn't done anything in a long time and that
2: then- really then- Again. All the time.
3: No, not really. He's, he's never really been superstar quality, but he's a damn good actor. I saw him on Broadway live when he did um, Victor Victoria. Oh. Did wow. you know he was on Broadway? Every time I turn on Every- Law and Order, he's on Law and Order, so yeah. he's like on a lot of cool and things. And when he came out of the theater after we chatted.
2: Actually, everybody in the chat room says they love the, – the film looks good and they all want to see it. So that's a good thing. You know, um, we should have Michael
3: on the show. He follows me on Twitter. We're going to contact <laughs> Michael and have him on. When you when you work with him or see him, tell him to come on the show that we're a lot of fun and we're nice. And you never
2: know what to expect. It's
3: fun. No, but we don't we, listen, <laughs> we, we only – we only bring out the best in people. So Too hold on, bad. Let's go we can not bring we... out your best because you're so homely, but what yeah, can we do?
2: <laughs> right. She's got 7 minutes. Let's talk about <laughs> that a little bit. All right, so so you're an actress, you've got great credits, you've worked with huge stars. If you could work with anybody that you haven't worked with yet, who would be on your bucket list? Like give us a male and a female. Like besides you,
3: me, besides Besides
2: me. Ron, who else would you like to work with in Hollywood that you haven't had the opportunity yet because you're so young, you're going to have plenty of opportunity. Right.
5: Right. Well, I would like to work with Ethan because Ethan and I, we've only done that one thing and we only had like maybe one scene together. So we almost did this other movie a long time ago and uh, it didn't, it fell through last minute. Um, So I've been waiting for the opportunity to actually get to play a real role and have, you know, a really cool film with him. But that being said, uh, I'm a huge fan of so many actresses. I'll just go ahead and throw out Lena Heedy,
2: is that how you say her last name? Yes, I think
5: Good. so. Yes, yeah. love her so much. Um, Tom Hardy's not bad either.
3: Oh, you know, a, lot of, a lot of the girls who come on Look, say Tom she Hardy. She looks like Grace Kelly when she Do that. Push your hair back and lift your chin up. <laughs> I'm going to direct you. Push your hair. God, she's Grace Kelly. <gasps>
5: oh, be that. Grace for Halloween. You
3: should, yeah, you should, you should, you should have Halloween. played Grace Kelly's life. Question You and now Jimmy and I work together every week. All right. Jimmy and I do everything together. We travel together. We go to all the openings, the shows, the movie star bullshit. We do, we're together 24-7. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we kill each other, <laughs> like on the show sometimes. Tell me now, you're working with your husband. But she doesn't actually work no, with No, wait him. a minute. This, Jimmy, get the fuck out of my world. <laughs> I hate him. I'm going to divorce him as soon as I can. I'm waiting for him to get rich. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm going to divorce him because I get half. Right now I get Nothing. <laughs> Anyway, not only kidding. Um, (laughs) So when you do do work with your husband, do you think you're going to have evening problems about when he says to you, I don't care for that line, I don't like the way you deliver it, it doesn't make my line good, and then you're going to say to him, well, your line stinks because you're a lousy actor, and then he's going to say, well, you're nothing but a beauty, you can't act either, (laughs) and then you're going to go back and forth, and then the next day you're in a divorce court and you're cleaning him out. (laughs) Uh, (laughs)
5: I don't foresee that um we've already just because you know <laughs> hey the SHIT may hit the fan in some other fashion god forbid but we work together a lot all the time anyway because I do a lot of uh we make our own stuff I mean we're he's he's really into cinematography at the moment so I write things and he shoots them and we come cool. up with ideas together and Um, we're, we're always creating things anyway. And yeah, we fight, we fight about it a lot, but,
3: um, because Jimmy and I fight about this show. We never fight in our personal world. We get along beautifully. We never quarrel. The minute it comes about this show, I'm leaving him. I'm getting the dog. The dog is packing. (laughs) No, my dog is packing. We're moving to Palm Springs to a one bedroom apartment. (laughs) Screw you. I'll never see you again. That's how I get. I get crazy because he doesn't listen. He's a know-it-all. Is your husband a know-it-all?
5: We both are. Oh, see? And we're both so headstrong about our creative vision that, you know, they're going
2: to... It's normal. So are we. I think everybody's that But
5: it's great. It's too good of a thing to not just power through, you know? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely.
3: No, but you know what happens when there are two people like you? The result is professional and good because if you're married to a yes man... And you look ugly in a shot, and you say, Honey, what do you think I look like in the shot? Oh, you're beautiful. I don't want that. I want the truth because my oh. work is, 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 is my work. So if your husband yes. tells you, I hate the lighting, you didn't look good, which is an impossibility, <laughs> but, uh, if he did, you would appreciate it, right? Not get insulted.
5: No, he, he definitely is honest. He, he's honest about I mean, he's, he also coaches what's people. What's your
3: reaction? Like- I want your reaction to that. If he says to you, "Honey, you didn't look good in that scene at all. The lighting was bad. You looked terrible," how do well, you react?
5: It was because it, it wouldn't be because he doesn't think I look good in general. It's just in the shot. It's very right. objective, you know. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: Well, there are actors, or I know an actress, a very good friend You're of mine. Mad, so she would have turned around and said, "Oh well, I look good in any lighting. It's just your opinion." You
5: know. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I can be sensitive about stuff like that. That's but what he's I'm going has been for. doing this for so long that I. I trust that that's what he's talking about is the technical, right. you know, Did, you like know you who, could look better.
3: Do <laughs> you, had know, who, to jo- you know who Joan Crawford was? Oh,
5: the yeah. Actress?
3: yeah. Joan Crawford had the same lighting man for years and years because he used to put palm trees in front of palm branches in front of the lighting or Venetian blinds because she had such a manly face. They used mm. to soften her face with this lighting and she would ever, never, ever not work with him. Do you have uh, a cameraman that you're crazy about or your husband?
5: Well, I mean, he's-, he's great and I would love to have him shoot a lot of things that I do. But n- I, I've worked with a lot of amazing people over the years, but I'd love to have my personal <laughs> face softener.
3: <laughs> you, you don't You though? don't need a face softener, my dear. <laughs> You no, could be, You could did. be yeah. shot with no makeup in sunshine and look gorgeous. Are you kidding? Hey,
5: I know how to light myself, and maybe that. Yeah, you look fabulous.
3: Yeah, you too. did a good, did job, a really good, on, good job on on our brotherly. show. <laughs> this is beautiful lighting. All
5: right, so hold on, you guys,
2: because we only have a minute. Sunny, so I, I
3: before they cut me off. I think you're fabulous. Thank what a joy you've been because I was kind of bummed out, bummed out about a few things, and you made my day. And I'm so happy you came because you're so sorry. pretty, and you made. I mean,
5: me- you were bummed out, but i I'm glad you feel better now.
3: Well, I'm having a stent put in on Monday.
5: Oh, my goodness. Yeah,
3: so that kind of bummed me out a little because I have to lay low for a couple of weeks and I hate that.
5: I understand.
3: You made me happy and you made me forget it. And I'm sure all of our uh, viewers, and we have four and a half million people right now that are watching this. So we've made four and a half million people. A lot of people,
5: man. Hey
3: make them that, happy That's that was one thing.
5: of those and it went it went fantastically just watch a bunch of Netflix you know what I mean just <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna look we're gonna look for all you
2: oh, I'm, we're gonna, gonna I'm gonna to you
5: on Netflix and see in the search
2: yeah, bar but when, when I, when I have a when there,
3: there are guests that I like I certainly watch all their films because now I know you and I like to watch your work
2: so everybody yeah. listen up because we got to go uh, follow go. Sonny on Twitter at Sonny Mabry. She's a, she's a great, great actress. Yep. Go look her up on IMD. Watch all her stuff. Watch all her husband, Ethan Embry stuff, because he's a super talent. Also, we want to thank you for coming on the show. We think you're fabulous. Anytime you have anything to promote, let us know. And we want to thank October Coast for setting this whole thing up. Thank you so much. You're a lovely, lovely, lovely person, and thank we you. enjoyed it immensely. Beyond
3: being lovely, you are delightful.
5: Thank you. Both you guys are amazing and so fun to talk to. <laughs>
3: it was a fun visit. Bye, thank, thank you, you so much.
2: Everybody go go see Beyond the Trek. Go see Beyond the Trek, everybody. Bye. <laughs> bye bye bye, you. Sweetie. bye, bye. Guys, next week, everybody, thanks so much for tuning in. I'm glad everybody in the chat room loved it. We had a blast. See you guys next week. Bye. See you next
3: week. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: the nice and star. Star. I'm just chilling. What are we gonna be wearing? Yo, I'm a Liverpool MC, you can't trust me, big up the girls inside like the party, let's get down to crazy Jimmy, big up myself and i as be the one and only, the Turkish MC, always love like the clothes of Jimmy, British, i'm your what wanna be? Jimmy stuff, new celebrity, we'll take you out, to Jimmy's stars, he'll dress you right, you all feel like a star, we'll hook you up, now you'll Your game is tight Gonna get late tonight You need, you need